Hello, welcome to the Dr. Zeus podcast. First and foremost, I've been seeing Anchor's advertisement of it, the Anchor app, on Facebook, wherever. And I just want to thank Anchor for giving me this app as a platform. When I was first looking to record podcasts, you know, I thought, okay, well, how do I do it? Is there an, is there an accessible way to do it? Without the bells and the whistles. And some people like the bells and the whistles. And then I realized, oh, I can just speak into my phone and talk. So that's what I'm doing. And so I want to thank Anchor. I discovered the app about March of 2018. The podcast has become... Not just a form of therapy, but an extended ear. Because I'm able to use my voice for humor, for conversation pieces. You know, I have a cast of characters that I, you know, pull out of my bag of tricks, you know. But, um, yeah. And then, you know, we didn't talk about things that are in the news. So, like, I'm going to talk about... Because, you know, everyone on this podcast knows. I know they're going, oh, Lord, what's he going to talk about next? The band Tool. A new song is coming out tomorrow at 5 in the morning, my time. 8 a.m., my East Coast friend's time. So I'm, I'm just, I am like a kid at Christmas. I love Tool. I mean, I want to thank a friend of mine um, who I saw Tool with. Um, very interesting gentleman and um, he played tool videos for me on Friday Uh, we were at uh, the house all of us and you know I said to him and his mom I said you can't go wrong with tool you just can't you know some people don't get it and I understand that I understood it the first time I heard schism I thought hmm you know, you listen to the lyrics, you listen to the band, everything just gels. And people offer, well, why is Maynard's vocals so mixed down? Because he's part of the band. He doesn't want to be out front. But I think for me, their masterpiece is Parable, Parabola. That video, that song, when I last saw them live with my friend. Um, I felt, I sensed the spirit of a friend of mine who was, her name was Amanda, Love Tool, uh, Parabola, Parabola was her favorite song. And when they started to do it, I sensed her presence. And it was a, it was a, it's a moment. It wasn't weird. It was, you kind of close your eyes and you realize you're home when you, you sense that, you sense their vibration don't worry. I mean, I think some people think, oh, you're so new agey. Not really. I'm just me. <laughs> it's been an interesting couple of days learning a lot. A lot that I see. Here's the thing. I don't like to talk about work on here and I don't, you know, it is what it is. And it's interesting because then, you know, I'm learning all kinds of things and I'm, and I'm up for the challenge. 
So, but this podcast, this podcast is basically me just talking to you, trying to make you laugh. You know, um, I've been thinking a lot about a friend of mine, um, him and his new heart, you know, uh, how many beats per second? I mean, um, I was thinking of some funny things that I could say to him, but I don't think I'm going to say them on here. I, w- I really want him to be on this show when he's ready. Not so much to talk about his story, but just so you all can hear his voice because he has a very distinct voice. I mean, when he talks, it's like, ooh, I don't know whether to um, do this or do that. You know, I mean, it's... um. It's one of those voices where, and then when he laughs, it's kind of like, oh, God. I remember one time we were talking, or we talked many, many times, and he would be so tired that you could hear his accent come out, and he didn't like that, but I liked it. I thought, hey, you know, that's that's who you are. You know, I know he probably thinks I'm nuts for doing this show. You know, I think he's waiting for the crazy episodes with Mr. Texas, you know, where Mr. Texas is at the Piggly Wiggly doing God knows what to who. And, um, you know, this this format, I like this format. I think people wanted me to do like a video format. If I was skinnier, I would. That's a work in progress. But I love this. I love the intimacy of talking to all of you. And then you listen to it. There are times I used to listen to my own show on my way to work, and I had to stop doing that because I'm. And then I'm hearing all of these um, mistakes, discrepancies, and I'm like, "Why did I say that?" Or the bass. I would turn the bass up too much. You know, you know, people in in, in this country, it's all about the bass. <sighs> And they want to make their cars go boom, boom, boom. Um, I knew someone in college who used to tutor my brother. And we were driving one time in his car. Nice car. And he had one of those sound systems. And we were listening to Jimi Hendrix. And I said to him, you know, it sounds good, but Hendrix is not supposed to go boom. Boom! He's supposed to be Hendrix, or I think we were listening to Radiohead's OK Computer. Same thing. It's supposed to gel, not go boom, boom. I don't even think people can hear the music when it goes boom, boom. You know, and then you're driving by the house and waking people up. What, what kind of shit is that, okay? Why is that necessary for you to show off? So what I do is sometimes when I'm driving through town, I have the windows down and I blast like some Tool or some Patti Smith or God forbid some Morrissey. You know. Um, yeah, I was thinking today um, when I was about 17. Was I 17? think I was and I had to pee so bad but I didn't go for a while Uh, I watched the movie Beloved with my mother and my aunt and my cousin it was the weirdest film I've ever seen 
Um, I haven't seen it in almost 21 years. I bring this up because of the death of Toni Morrison. She was a favorite author of my mother's. Um, Toni Morrison, though. You know, when I would see her in interviews, you listen to her talk and her voice is very soothing. Even though she's talking about all kinds of different themes. To me, it was a soothing voice. It was a storytelling voice. You could curl up and listen to her by the fire. You know what I mean? And so I thought, well, I'll pay tribute to her in that way. You know, this is a relaxed episode. This isn't screaming your balls off episode. I'm waiting for that. I have to get a hold of Mr. Texas. You know, we do our Gloria Vanderbilt, Whitney Houston. You know, we do those crazy seances, radio seances, you know. Um, but yeah, she was an interesting person in terms of her language, you know, what she would, how she described things. She described things in such a poetic way. Um, that you could put images to it through paint, through whatever you wanted to do, through stencil, you know, or pen. I, I don't know. I'm, it, it's an interesting thing. Great novelists and great writers speak in a very uh, animated language. I mean, you look at how the Beatles would write songs about Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds. You know, uh, one of my favorite books is Anti-Mame and the movie. The book is so naughty and so colorful. You know, she's talking about homosexuals. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. I was thinking, speaking of homosexuals, about Romy and Michelle's high school reunion. And one of my fellow uh, men of the brethren, um, he is our class president. And I want to give him a shout out. I didn't get to last week because I was so busy. His birthday was last week. We're uh, the same age, same brethren. He... I, as I would say, you know, there's that moment in Romeo and Michelle's high school reunion where Michelle looks at Sandy Frank and goes, oh, my God, so, like, you're the most successful person in our class. And he's like, "If he's, that is if you define success by, and I forget what else he says. And so I would say to my friend, whom I haven't seen in a long time, you're probably the most successful person in our graduating class. And I applaud you for that. You are basically like that character from up in the air. You've got those frequent flyer miles. You know what I mean? And so, unpleasant dreams. And remember, a mind is a terrible thing to taste. Unless you're Venom, the symbiote. Mmm.